suit up, strap in, and hammer down. This is Dirt Life, the official podcast of the Dirt Collective. Now, here's your host, Jeremy Cross. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Dirt Life podcast. It's been a little while, um, almost a year, I think, or pretty close. Um, so yeah, good to be good to be back on. Appreciate you all uh, checking it out, uh, listening in. Um, so today, just kind of wanted to give you uh, kind of a quick update on what's been going on with Dirt Collective. It's been a little, uh, I guess, maybe quiet uh, the past six months or so. It definitely has not been uh, quiet um, in my life or on the uh, the video production side, uh, and that's kind of the reason that it's been a little bit. Uh, Bit, bit a little slow on the uh, the Dirt Collective front. Um, so just kind of recap, I guess, 2018. So kind of started off, uh, went to I-44 um, Riverside, uh, filmed uh, the midgets there, and that was really, really cool. Did a piece uh, with Tucker Klassmeyer. He went on to have a fantastic season um, in 2018, so shout out to Tucker. Um, then kind of did some, some ASCS stuff, uh, and then that was really about it. Um, but it wasn't it <clears throat> for all the, uh, the video production work that I did, uh, in 2018. So, um, actually ended up doing uh, a rallycross project, uh, last year, uh, that unfortunately, uh, never saw the light of day. Uh, it came out really cool. It was for um, kind of a big uh, auto parts manufacturer. Uh, and unfortunately, kind of at the very end, their legal team uh, wasn't um, super comfortable with the, the contract they had in place with the series. So um, they just shelved it, um, which that happens. You know, you work with, with big brands and, um, you know, that, that kind of stuff happens. There's always kind of... Uh, Always curveballs, always got to be ready for that. So that's just part of the game. So that was too bad, but it was an awesome experience um, and was a lot of fun uh, to do that. So um, maybe if you ever come by my house, I can can show you that. I've got the, the video series on my hard drive. Uh, we just won't tell anyone. But um, did that. And then the, the speed sport deal was another uh, huge development last year. So if you didn't hear about that, um, kind of signed a strategic partnership uh, with Speed Sport uh, to do a lot of branded content with them. So we kind of kicked things off with a project um, for Indian motorcycles with their flat track team. Uh, it was called Tracking to Be Legendary uh, and had Jared Meese and uh, Brad Baker uh, in it. And it was really cool. It was a lot of fun. Filmed that at uh, Texas Motor Speedway and uh, at Phoenix. Um, and man, so much respect for what those um, guys do. It's it's and girls, and it's just in, incredible. You know, the the, the Texas race um, was pretty wild. It, it's a it's a shorter track, um, so kind of got to see a lot of kind of uh, elbow to elbow racing, and then went out to Phoenix, which was absolutely insane. Uh, it was a mile long uh, flat track, um, and just the speed that they carry into the turns and, and the amount of control that they have, uh, just absolutely wild so uh, that was really cool and then um, just finished up another project with speed sport uh, for a rye helmets <clears throat> uh, where we worked uh, with the the Joe Gibbs racing uh, motocross team uh, as well as some of their uh, NASCAR drivers so uh, Kyle Larson Chase Elliott Austin Dillon 
Um, if you're not following Awry Helmets Americas on Facebook, definitely do because that's where those videos are going to be coming out at, and uh, and they're really cool. It just kind of shows off, um, you know, how Awry uh, really does kind of build these these world class helmets that um, have allowed uh, you know, some of these athletes to survive just absolutely insane uh, crashes. Um, so so really really cool uh, projects there, and then we've kind of already started to line up. Uh, some projects going into uh, to 2019 as well that I think will be be a lot of fun and, and really cool stuff. So, yeah, um, probably produced more video content last year uh, than uh, I ever have before. Uh, just not all of it um, made the the Dirt Collective page, but the the series that did make the Dirt Collective page uh, that I was was super stoked about was um, the series for Sawblade.com. Uh, American Sprint Car, and um, I think we produced nine episodes that was that was shot uh, over kind of the first two days of ASCS Speed Weeks, and I want to say uh, those those episodes kind of combined have gotten like six or seven hundred thousand views um, on Facebook. So really, really uh, happy with how that whole thing turned out. Um, and yeah, I, th I think there'll be a lot more of that to come, which kind of kind of brings me to, uh, you know, 2019, what's going on. Um, I was able to have the opportunity uh, basically to leave my full-time uh, day job in the, the ad agency world, uh, which was something that I've kind of been looking to do uh, for a long time. For those of you that, that don't know, um, for about the past 10 years, I've worked at, at different advertising agencies. So I started as a copywriter uh, and worked my way up uh, to creative director. So basically started kind of as the guy who was uh, writing the words in the ad. So if it was a print ad, I would be, be writing the copy. If it was a uh, you know, TV spot, I'd be writing the, the script. Um, but I was always kind of like the one, uh, along with you know, an art director partner, um, kind of coming up with, with the ideas uh, for whatever um, you know, that marketing tactic, tactic was, uh, you know, whether it's a, a video or a social media post or, or whatever, um, you know, would work in teams and come up with the ideas. And then, you know, got to the point, um, where I was, um, at the creative director level where I was kind of overseeing teams, um, and kind of guiding and, and, um, you know, mentoring. And, and it honestly was a lot of, um, I guess, client, uh, communications, presenting work, um, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I was was wanting to get back to where I was um, producing a lot more things myself, and obviously, kind of with Dirt Collective, got really into video production. Um, so I was kind of looking for um, an exit, and so uh, I ended up getting that. Um, had an opportunity with with Sawblade.com. Um, to kind of produce a lot of videos for them over the next three years. And that was just kind of the foundation uh, that allowed me to, uh, to say, hey, I'm going to make the leap. I'm going to leave the, the security of a full-time job, and I'm going to kind of strike out on my own and do that. So super excited about that. Um, I've already produced like four or five videos for them this year. Um, all really cool. It's really different. You know, it's, it's corporate videos, so... Um, like January 1st, uh, it, it was really interesting. It was like, um, kind of an event video. We filmed this marathon that they, they sponsored. Then, um, 
from there we filmed what did we film we filmed like kind of like a, a brand piece on sawblade.com kind of who they are uh what they do um and then filmed uh they kind of have like um you know they supply uh saws blades and parts um both to consumers so you can buy direct at sawblade.com definitely encourage you to do that but you uh you know they also work with um just you know, mid-sized companies to huge companies. Um, so we went and filmed uh, kind of like a customer story. So so telling the story of one of their uh, customers and how they use uh, sawblade.com to kind of um, help facilitate their business. Uh, so that, that was really cool. And then we're going to have a ton more of that. Um, there will be some stuff, you know, obviously sawblade.com is, is super active in the motorsports world. So uh, there will be uh, a lot of motorsports content kind of coming out uh, with them. And then I have, uh, you know, a couple other clients um, that I think we'll, we will produce uh, a lot of motorsports content uh, with there, you know, both both Speedsport uh, and, and a few others. So a lot, a lot, a lot of video content to come. But um, the other really nice opportunity with that is I'm not uh, sitting at a desk eight hours a day and in traffic another two hours a day. So while there's, you know, a lot of work uh, to be done um, kind of on the, uh, you know, new business venture side of what I'm doing, I think and I hope, and I hope this podcast uh, is kind of like the first uh, example of that, uh, but I'm going to have a lot more time for Dirt Collective. So um, I definitely want to do more this year uh, than I did last year, Uh, this, you know, podcast kind of being the first uh, example of that. Um, so what, what does that mean? Um, you know, I've got a ton of projects in mind. Um, you know, first and foremost with this podcast, I want to, uh, get into a lot more, uh, sponsorship and marketing, uh, aspects of, of motorsports. I feel like that's, um, you know, that's where my expertise is. I I never drove. I'm not, um, a racer. I, you know, I don't, don't work on cars. Um, you, so that the value, I guess, that I think that I, I could maybe bring is, um, with the, the marketing and the promotion side and, um, you know, helping give you guys some tips on how to grow your social media, how to, uh, attract sponsors, stuff like that. So that's really going to be the focus of that. And, and what I'd like to do is, is bring on, uh, guests in the industry. Um, you know, people that I've, I've met who are working, who, uh, have businesses in the motorsports industry who are, you know, providing sponsorship opportunities, kind of pick their brains, see what they're, um, you know, looking for. And also people who are, you know, marketing uh, both themselves and businesses uh, in the motorsports industry, kind of get them on, talk to them, see what tactics they're using, what's working for them, um, and basically just kind of uh, hopefully um, provide some tips and advice that you can take and, uh, you know, grow your own social media, um, brand and, you know, hopefully attract sponsors and and get to that next level. So that's, you know, the first goal. And then obviously, um, you know, on the video side, I, I definitely want to, um, you know, take that to the next level. Um, the dirt life series was, uh, hands down, uh, my favorite thing that I've, I've ever produced. Uh, so I want to bring, that back in some form or fashion, it's obviously a huge time commitment. So being able to schedule that and work that in um, will be something that I have to, to figure out. But there are so many great stories uh, in this sport that are just begging to be told. And, 
there's nothing that, that I would like to do more uh, than tell those stories. So um, that will definitely come. Um, on the apparel side, um, you know, I, I, I want to kind of keep pushing that forward. Um, that's kind of probably the third priority um, after the, the podcast and uh, the video stuff. Um, unfortunately, my bud, uh, Brandon Aaron Yossi uh, in Australia, he's kind of done the same thing. He's, he's started up uh, his own business and he's absolutely crushing it uh, over there. So, so shout out um, to, to Brandon. But uh, we kind of got talking in the off season and um, you know, just didn't have time to kind of keep doing the, the dirt collective thing. And I completely, uh, understand, I can, can definitely empathize, um, with that, you know, when you, you start your own business, um, your free time goes out the window, especially, uh, at the beginning. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of at the point now where I'm, I'm working, um, you know, 14, 16 hours a day, uh, seven days a week just to barely keep my head above water. So I know, uh, you know, he's got, um, you know, new baby, um, young kid. Um, I, I can only imagine, uh, what, what he's got on his plate right now, but, um, obviously he was a huge help, um, on the, the apparel side there. So, um, you know, we'll definitely pick back up the reins on that, but it may be, um, kind of a little bit later into 2019 before we get some new designs up and, and all that stuff. So yeah, that's, uh, I, I guess that's, that's kind of everything. Um, look forward to, to new content, coming out, you know, I'm going to try to get on a, a weekly schedule. Um, and, and also too, if there's stuff that you, uh, want to learn about, you know, whether it's video production, social media marketing, uh, how to get sponsors, you know, this is, this is, I want, you know, I'm, I'm creating this for kind of you, the, the listener and, and you, the fan. So definitely let me know, uh, what you're into. I want, I want you to, uh, to get something out of this. So, um, questions hit me up on, on Facebook. Uh, you can email me through the, the site. Um, and yeah, let's, let's make this thing, thing awesome. So, um, thanks for bearing with me. I know, uh, this one was kind of, uh, just kind of a rambling, uh, podcast, but just wanted to kind of get something up, um, kind of get the ball rolling again, let you know kind of what I've been up to and, and what you can expect in, in 2019. Uh, and yeah, super excited. So, uh, until next week, thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. This has been another episode of Dirt Life. Want more? Check us out at dirtcollective.com. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for listening. To Dirt Life episode number three of 2019. And yeah, getting things done. Keeping the momentum going. Um, so today, uh, got another great show in store. Uh, I have a question from Kyle Smith. Now, Kyle owns... Uh, 949 Productions. I uh, believe he is out of uh, Vermont, up there in the uh, Northeast. And um, if you haven't checked out 949, Kyle does an awesome job. He is uh, one of the best uh, asphalt uh, track filmmakers that, I, that I've seen. He does a lot of stuff uh, with late models. Um, those of you in kind of the, uh, the filmmaking world, he's really talented, uh, with a gimbal, uh, does a lot of cool, um, tracking shots. Uh, 
and just just really kind of one of the um, I think you know somebody I consider kind of one of the uh, really the up and coming uh, motorsports uh, cinematographers. So if you haven't checked out nine four nine, definitely um, go do that. Uh, and I've known uh, Kyle uh, on uh, on social media for I think about a year, maybe a little bit longer. Um, he's always kind of been a huge uh, supporter of the Dirt Collective brand, uh, and, and really appreciate that. And um, I think last week he messaged me, and um, you know, his question was, "How do you deal with burnout?" And I think as a creative, um, burnout is one of those things that's that's super common. Um, I I dealt with it a ton uh, when I was working uh, doing the ad agency thing, um, and I've also dealt with it uh, some on the the dirt collective side as well. But I know it kind of also extends to uh, just about anything that, that you're super passionate about. I know a lot of drivers. Um, a lot of crew guys uh, all kind of face uh, burnout at some point. Anything that you just kind of commit yourself to uh, full on, I think it's just only natural that uh, you're going to have those times throughout the process where you're just like, you know what, I've had enough. I don't want to do it anymore, uh, and I'm just going to quit. Um, so uh, being able to deal with that, I think, is uh, a huge skill and definitely um you know, something worth talking about. So, um, having dealt with it before I tell myself, um, I'm going to try to offer a little bit of, uh, advice and insight uh, into the ways that I deal with it. Um, but, uh, before we do that, just a quick reminder, uh, make sure you get your, uh, questions in, uh, let me know what you guys want to hear, what you have a question about, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, marketing yourself, building your social media, uh, anything, motorsports related or marketing related. Um, and I will do my best to, to answer those. Uh, but with that said, kind of getting into the, the show now, just kind of want to set the stage, uh, for this one, uh, and kind of give you a little bit of insight into my day today. So today I woke up about nine, uh, which is really late for me. Um, usually I'm, I'm up by eight, eight thirty, but, uh, it was Sunday, slept in a little bit. Um, got up, uh, did about two hours of work, uh, on the computer, uh, went for a quick 20 minute run, uh, got ready, uh, went to lunch, uh, with my parents. Um, my wife was, uh, out, had a, a meeting with some friends. Uh, so it was just us and then came back home, did some work for about, uh, four hours. My wife got home. Uh, we went for a walk, came back, had dinner, uh, did some work, uh, for a couple more hours. Um, and then I guess about, uh, 10, 15 minutes ago, wrap that up. And it's now nine 30, uh, here in Austin. And I was like, ah, I got, you know, 30 minutes before I'm going to kind of shut it down for the night. So I'm going to record a podcast. So that's kind of been, uh, my life, um, really since I quit my day job and, and pursued the, the filmmaking thing, uh, and the kind of the freelance creative thing full time. Uh, and it's seven days a week. I mean, I feel like, uh, every moment of my day is, is fully scheduled. And if I'm not doing, um, something productive, I feel like there's something wrong. So that's kind of the world that I'm living in, um, right now. And so I feel like the, the topic of burnout is, uh, really relevant to me. So, um, with that said, um, I'm not experiencing burnout. I'm, I'm having a blast. I'm loving every moment of, uh, of everything that I'm doing. Um, but that's not to say that there haven't been some some difficult times and some times of frustration and and stuff like that. So um, I, I would say you know the first thing um, 
when it comes to dealing with, with burnout is I think you have to be really honest with yourself about what you want in life. I think there are a lot of people um, who just want to go, you want to work eight hours a day at a job that's not too difficult. And then you just want to come home and relax and enjoy the rest of your time. Spend it with friends, spend it with family, um, watch TV, watch Netflix, um, you know, just, just relax and have a good time. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, I think the only thing with that is you can't expect, um, to do things that, that require you to pour your, you know, heart, soul and every waking moment into them. So, uh, if you want to go, um, you know, drive, uh, you know, sprint cars professionally, probably not going to be that kind of lifestyle where you're, uh, you know, eight hours in the shop and then, uh, vegging out on the couch watching Netflix. Um, so, so temper your expectations with, with what you want out of life and, and really ask yourself the hard questions. Do I want a life that requires me, uh, to be working 10, 12, 14 hours a day? Or do I want a life where I have more balance, where I have uh, more time with friends and family, where I, I have less time um, just grinding away at something? And, and I think that, that that's kind of a great starting point. So um, if you do say, you know, I, I balance isn't for me, I want to pursue something uh and go all in, then I think you have to ask yourself if you're truly passionate about what you're doing. Um, I, I played baseball, um, kind of the first half of my life all the way through my sophomore year of college. So, um, all through high school, uh, I played, uh, one year of junior college and then, uh, transferred to a four year school and, um, basically threw out my shoulder, uh, that, that sophomore year and that kind of ended my baseball career. But I don't think, you know, at the time I told myself that, that that's what I really wanted to do and that, that I was, was fully committed to that. But, you know, looking back on that, I wasn't putting, you know, 14, 16 hours a day into it. I, you know, the, the guys that you see make it to the division one level and make it to the professional level, like it, that's all they do. They're at the batting cages um, constantly. They're constantly in the gym, uh, just constantly honing their skills. And you have to, because if you're not doing it, somebody else is, and they're going to beat you out. And that's, I mean, that's why I'm, uh, I have no doubt that, that, you know, I was kind of a, a middle of the road, um, you know, junior college division two uh, at most level player. Um, I, I just didn't, didn't have that passion. So if you're, you know, th there's no sense kind of going, three quarters of the way. Cause at that point you're giving up a ton of time and, um, you're not going to reap any of the rewards because you're not going to be working hard enough to get to that elite, elite level. Um, so, so, you know, make sure, um, that if you are committing yourself, it is something that truly sets your soul on fire and that you are willing to work at, you know, 12, 14 hours a day. Um, and if you're not, then then don't even don't even bother. Wait until you find something that you are passionate about, or uh, decide that you know there's more to life than you know just one goal, and you know pursue the balance in your life. Um, then the next thing, if if you are convinced that um, you are doing what you are truly passionate about, and you're still kind of feeling 
uh, some of that burnout, ask yourself, okay, what would I rather be doing? Um, if I wasn't doing this right now, what would I rather be doing? Would I be laying on the couch watching Netflix? Um, would I be, uh, you know, at a concert? Like, what would I be doing if I wasn't doing this? Um, Chris Luke, the guy who owns uh, sawblade.com, I was, I was talking to him. Uh, he, he runs a lot of marathons. Um, and I was kind of talking to him about his, his mental process as he's running a marathon. He says, you know, the first, I think it was like the first, um, five miles are, are, are pretty good. You know, he's just kind of getting the feel for the race and, and it's exciting and it's new and it's starting. And then he said, you know, uh, it's like mile 15 through mile or sorry, mile five through mile 20. Um, it gets kind of boring because you're just, you're just running. And that's the, he said that, you know, that's the, the hard part because that's when you start thinking, ah, you know, I, I wish I was doing something else. But then, uh, he said, you know, every time that thought creeps into his mind, he asks himself, okay, what would I rather be doing right now? Uh, and he says, I, you know, I can never think of anything that I would rather be doing. And that kind of gets me back uh, into the mindset of, okay, I'm, I'm where I want to be. Like, let's, let's do this. And I thought that was a really kind of great perspective. Um, just on, uh, you know, on, on kind of getting through the grind is if, if you are doing something that you're passionate about, um, you know, in those moments where it is difficult or where you're not having the most fun, ask yourself, okay, if I wasn't doing this right now, what would I rather be doing? And if you can think of something, then maybe that's the thing that you should be doing. And, you know, maybe that's the sign that, that you're not truly, uh, you know, 100% passionate about what you're doing. But if you can't think of anything, um, then it's probably gonna gonna have that effect of inspiring you and saying like, okay, cool, I'm I am where I need to be. Like, yeah, it's not always gonna be easy, but let's just push through this, uh, and it's gonna be worth it in the end. So, um, yeah, ask yourself that. Um, kind of from there, then I would say it is okay to take breaks and to to rest. Um, specifically, I think uh, sleep is, is super important. Um, just life in general, when you're functioning, um, on low sleep or not enough sleep or continually, um, you know, getting less sleep than you should, it just, it gets, it gets harder. Uh, I think emotionally, uh, it can take its toll on you and, and everything just seems worse than it is. You know, um, so much of, of life and success and, um, you know, being able to, to get through tough times, uh, I think is, is a mindset, um, and it's, uh, if you can train yourself, um, to be very mentally strong, um, and to, to be able to have, um, you know, see the positive in situations, you know, the difficult situations, okay, this is something that I'm learning from, or this is going to make me better. You can see kind of that end goal in mind that it's not always, uh, so negative or when you have a failure or a setback, okay, this is something I'm going to learn from and it's going to make me better in the end. And it's going to be one of those steps. Uh, that ultimately gets me to the place that I want to be. Um, it's really hard to have that mindset um, when you're exhausted. So if you are kind of working to that point of exhaustion, then yeah, take take a step back and 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 say, okay, how can I? You, you know, the whole goal is to kind of be your optimal self. It's not to overwork yourself um, because when you're overworked, you're not at that optimal level. You know. Um, I was listening to, uh, I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast and, and he said um, on one of his last episodes that LeBron James spends $1.5 million a year on recovery. And that's unbelievable, but that just shows you how important, um, you know, rest and recovery 
are to, to being your optimal self. I mean, there's no better example of someone who is constantly uh, striving to be at the absolute peak of performance. And if he values recovery uh, that much that he's willing to spend that much, uh, not only money, but time every year focused on recovering himself, uh, then you know that's got to be a pretty important factor to, to being able to um, perform. So, so definitely, um, you know, whatever it is you're doing, make sure that, that you're, you're operating at, you know, a, a rested state and kind of a, at your, your optimal state. And that, that means not, you know, obviously overworking yourself. Um, and then kind of the next tip, uh, from there, if you're doing that, um, I think another kind of key contributing factor to, to burnout is, um, constantly judging yourself based on, um, the performance or the results of other people. So, um, I'm guilty of this, uh, myself. I spend, I don't know how many hours, um, on YouTube, uh, looking at videos, looking at what other people are doing. I'm constantly, you know, saying to myself, man, I wish my, my work looked like that, or man, I wish, um, you know, I could edit like that, or I could, um, you know, as a cinematographer with those kind of skills, or I could get the colors like they do, um, you know, in that video. And, and, uh, it's one thing to be inspired by other people and, and to, to want to reach their level of, um, skill. Uh, and I think that's a really healthy thing. And that's something that, that drives me uh, to, to kind of continually push myself. But I don't think that it's healthy to uh, judge yourself and say, ah, oh, you know what, I, I just suck because I'm not uh, as, as good as that guy. Like there, there's always in life, there's always going to be somebody who is uh, better than you are. And you just kind of have to, to, to deal with that and, and look at those people as sources of uh, inspiration and, and kind of a, a maybe a goal to strive to. But don't judge your self-worth on whether or not you're able to do the things that they're able to. Because uh, without a doubt, there are things that, that they cannot do that, that you can do. Or there are things that they cannot do that they wish that they could do. So it's not always, um, you know, I guess like the old cliche, the, you know, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. So um, only kind of judge yourself based on, you know, are you... Um, kind of doing everything that you you should be doing? Are you getting better every day? You know, are you working kind of to your potential uh, if that's your your goal? Um, and, and just, you know, it's in, at the end of the day, it's just, you know, you are your own competition. So um, don't don't judge yourself based on, on anybody else. And then kind of the last uh, piece of advice that I would give um, and I think that this is probably um, the biggest one, and, and honestly, uh, probably the uh, the one I should have started with, because um, uh, it is really, really important. But um, and that is that is find your support. So um, you know, if if you are uh, you know really striving to do something ambitious, um, it's going to be difficult. Uh, you're going to have times where you doubt yourself, uh, where you question what you're doing. Um, so having someone or a group of people there, uh, who can support you when you are going through uh, a difficult time, uh, is huge. Um, I'm just kind of give you an example. Um, again, like this, this month has been absolutely crazy. You know, it's kind of my first month, uh, transitioning to this, this new kind of, 
um, freelance. I have my own business. I'm my own boss uh, kind of lifestyle. And it's um, easily twice as much work uh, as anything that I've ever done in my life. But but it's also, you know, I'm I'm kind of steering my own ship and I, I control my own destiny and, and all that stuff. So it's it's absolutely worth it and it's it's amazing. But um, with that said, um, a few uh, a few weeks ago, um, you know, I was uh, kind of overwhelmed because I had I think like three or four projects going on at the same time, and I had um, just filmed a piece, and um, you know, I was like literally editing. Um, and, and doing things and I had my time just scheduled down to the minute. So I knew that I had to get this piece, uh, done within like 24 hours, uh, from the time I shot it. And I, uh, got the footage on my computer and I was going through it and I was like, Oh man, this is like, I just, it just didn't look good to me. Um, I, there's just a lot of things that I was like, I didn't shoot that right. Um, the space I didn't feel like, uh, was necessarily, um, what I would have wanted. Um, it just, I was just really, uh, really not feeling good about the project. And, um, uh, you know, my, my wife came in and she saw that I was like, uh, you know, looking kind of stressed, not super happy. And, uh, she took a look at the footage and she was like, no, 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 you know, this is great. Like, um, you know, you have everything that, that you need and really just kind of almost like talked me off the ledge a little bit. And, you know, kind of going back to um, that power of positive thinking uh, or just having kind of that mindset of, um, you know, not seeing, um, I guess, like challenges as failures, but as like just problems that you have to solve. Um, and, uh, you know, her support kind of got me through, uh, got me through that, you know, hour, you know, 45 minute stretch there where I was like, really, uh, like, man, I, I don't think I can do this. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, kind of moment. And I ended up, you know, getting the piece edited, uh, sent it over to the the client. They were thrilled with it. Like it was nothing like it was just one of those things. It was kind of all in my head. Um, but kind of without her, uh, kind of out, you know, her support, I never would have got to the point where I, I got it out to the client and then, you know, everything was great. Um, and I had made a, a mountain out of a molehill. So, um, super important to have, uh, you know, people, uh, around you who, um, are committed to kind of seeing you succeed and who, uh, who will be there for you when you, when you do face those challenges. Cause if you are fully committing yourself to something, um, you're going to definitely have those moments where you, you question what you're doing and, uh, you know, um, yeah, um, just just having people is is uh, massively massively important. So, with that said, that's all I got. Um, I hope that was somewhat uh, helpful. Um, but uh, yeah, I can can definitely um, empathize with anybody who's uh, who's going through a little bit of burnout and uh, you know just. Only other thing I'll say is that, you know, if you are, are truly committed and truly passionate, just know that, uh, those moments will pass and give yourself, uh, you know, the space to breathe and, um, you know, try to keep that positive mindset and, uh, and know that, you know, Hey, we all face challenges. Uh, you get through them, you learn, uh, and you ultimately come out the other side stronger. So, um, yeah, keep up the grind. Know it's going to get better and, uh, you'll be a better person for it. So, with that said, I guess I will stop rambling. I got, uh, it's, it's now 9.45 here. 
So I got 15 minutes uh, where I can just kind of dick around on Facebook, I think. So I'm going to go do that. Uh, but the rest of you, um, please, please, please uh, get your questions in. Uh, let me know what you want to hear about. Um, and yeah, we'll just kind of keep this thing rocking. Appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen. Uh, all the support. Uh, super, super appreciated. Um, I am going to get uh, Sean and Kyle, if you guys are listening, I'm going to get your hats and sunglasses out in the mail tomorrow. That is one of my goals. Uh, so keep an eye out for those. And the rest of you uh, will look forward to uh, to talking next time. Thanks for listening.